Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Luann sent me a note to Steve, check out the case involving the 3M company and earplugs. And if you watch late night television, you'll often see these things come across the screen saying, if you've been injured in this particular way, there's a class action lawsuit you can join, get some money. And I've seen the 3M combat earplugs mentioned in several different places. And apparently there's a flood of litigation hitting the company over earplugs that were sold to the U.S. military. And the allegation is the earplugs didn't meet standards, but somehow they got sold and used anyway. And people who used them then suffered some form of harm to their hearing. And so it's a kind of crazy case in that respect. But I'll let you know, I actually know a bit about earplugs because I wear them quite often. I say every other day. Uh, I got a couple pieces of equipment that make a lot of noise. I've got a couple chainsaws and I've got a brush cutter. Brush cutter is like a big weed whacker, but it's got a big buzz saw at one end and a big power head at the other. That's a two-stroke motor, kind of like a big chainsaw motor. And you, you, you actually wear a harness, and it clips the harness, and you go through the underbrush, and it just fells everything it encounters up to about that big around. And it's just stuff falling down in front of you. It makes you feel very powerful. Uh, but it makes a lot of noise, so you got to wear earplugs. And likewise, I've got a couple chainsaws, including a fairly large steel chainsaw. Actually, all my equipment's steel, but the big, big chainsaws are steel. And when you're running that thing, you're holding it, you know, right here, basically, you know, and you're running the chainsaw. Actually, it's like this, but... You're running the chainsaw, and of course, your ears are right here, and the chainsaw is right here. I mean, by definition, the chainsaw, when at throttle, is within arm's reach. It better be. <laughs> so I actually buy my earplugs by the case, and uh, I use them and chuck them. And um, so, you know, I know what they do, but the interesting thing here is the allegations against them are quite serious. So they went into bankruptcy court and said, hey, we've got a subsidiary that's involved in this, and they're in bankruptcy, therefore we want all these claims dismissed. And a bankruptcy judge says, it's not how it works. So Reuters reported this. 3M company must face more than 230,000 lawsuits, accusing it of selling defective earplugs to the U.S. military. After a U.S. judge on Friday ruled that the bankruptcy of the subsidiary does not stop lawsuits against the non-bankrupt parent company. Companies that file for bankruptcy typically receive an immediate reprieve from lawsuits. And the 3M subsidiary, Aero Technologies, argued that extending those protections to 3M would buy AeroTime to address its debts and restructuring goals. Aero and 3M had argued that bankruptcy offered a faster and fairer way to compensate veterans who say that earplugs made by Aero cause hearing loss. Bankruptcy judge Jeffrey Graham in Indianapolis said that Aero's bankruptcy restructuring could proceed in parallel at the same time with the lawsuits. While the sheer size of the consolidated litigation may have spurred 3M and Arrow to seek additional leverage throughout the proceedings, that did not create a legal need to protect 3M, the judge said. Attorneys representing the veterans with hearing loss said they look forward to continuing lawsuits against 3M in other courts. The judge's decision is a complete rejection of 3M's Attempt to evade accountability and hide in bankruptcy. That's plaintiffs' attorneys Ryan Aylstock and Christopher Seeger uh, in a statement. That's how you get a statement from two people at the same time. Spokesperson for 3M said it intended to appeal. Oh. <laughs> Continuing to litigate these cases one by one over the coming years will not provide certainty or fairness for any party. 3M spokesperson Sean Lynch said, 3M subsidiary Aero Technologies LLC filed for bankruptcy protection in Indiana on July 26th, 
seeking to resolve lawsuits alleging that 3M's Combat Arms Earplugs Version 2 caused hearing loss. Arrow will continue in the Chapter 11 proceedings, and 3M will continue to defend its position in the litigation regarding the earplugs, according to the company. 3M continues to expect to complete the pending separation of its food safety business on the targeted closing date of September 1, 3M said. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the food safety business has to do with this, but the lawsuits have been consolidated in federal court in Florida and have grown into the largest mass tort litigation in U.S. history. Arrow placed $1 billion in a trust to settle them and agreed to indemnify 3M for all liability related to the CAE version 2. 3M has denied liability, saying its earplugs offered protection to soldiers while allowing them to hear on the battlefield. And that, of course, is the uh, big argument, right? What do earplugs do? Because if you take a simple earplug like this, right, and you, and, you, and you crunch it up there and you stick it in your ear like this, and what happens is it will now expand out, okay? So now I can still hear through this ear, okay? Not as well as I can hear through this ear. Now, if you wanted to, you could completely cover the ear with something like those big headphone type things you see, like people wearing at drag strips, for instance, uh, or shooting ranges. Things and they look like headphones, but they're just they're just a block sound. And so you have to have a trade-off, obviously. If I'm wearing earplugs and the officer who's giving me instructions is trying to tell me something verbally and I can't read lips, <laughs> I still need to be able to hear on some level. Okay, and it's not like, oh, take your earplugs out, get your orders, put your earplugs back in. Uh, in combat, there's a lot of stuff happening and you haven't got time to do all that stuff. So I suspect if I know the government, I think I do. If I know the federal government, they've got a standard that says, here's what the earplugs must do. They must block this much noise, but allow this kind of stuff to get through. And there's probably a whole set of papers on this and, you know, with a description of it and all kinds of parameters and so on. And so the question is, do the earplugs do that? And uh, I'm sure that's one of the things that they'll be litigating quite a bit about. Um, the Florida judge overseeing the earplug lawsuits, U.S. District Judge uh, M. Casey Rogers, has admonished 3M for naked duplicity in attempting to dump its liabilities into a bankruptcy uh, situation with a bankrupt subsidiary. 3M and Arrow have in turn criticized the judge for allowing the consolidated litigation to balloon, pointing out that earplug cases now account for a whopping 30% of all cases pending in U.S. federal courts. 3M has lost 10 of the 16 cases that have gone to trial so far, with about $265 million being awarded in a total to 13 plaintiffs. Companies have, in recent years, increasingly used bankruptcy proceedings to protect non-bankrupt owners and affiliates from litigation, with Johnson & Johnson, for example, offloading lawsuits alleging that talcum-based baby powder caused cancer. That's a recent example. J&J has denied liability and said its talc-based baby powder is safe. The J&J affiliates bankruptcy case is under review after cancer victims appealed a court ruling that blocked their lawsuits against J&J. So I am curious um, about this because I've told you before that with class action lawsuits, they often say you are in this class action unless you opt out. Or they'll tell you you are not a part of this class action unless you opt in. So it is quite possible 
that somebody has filed a class action and 230,000 people opted out. That's possible. That's possible. But I've also seen it before where the court looks at something like this and goes, we can't possibly try 230,000 cases. So it ought to be a class action. And if it's not a class action, perhaps there's some other way that we can dispose of these cases. And I, mean, I don't mean broom them completely and just throw them away. But to get through the cases and resolve them more quickly. And one way to do it would be, aren't the proofs in these cases similar from case to case? In other words, if we went and looked at the cases that have already been tried, right? They said there have already been 16 cases. 3M won six of them and lost 10 of them. Okay, that's out of 16 cases. And it says here that uh, $265 million was awarded to 13 plaintiffs. So I'm not sure how the math works out on that. But if you were to go and look at those 16 trials, 16 trials have taken place. And you were to actually look at what happened in each trial. Plaintiff get up, gets up and testifies. Then the plaintiff's expert gets up and testifies. Then the plaintiff's doctor testifies. And so on. And a big portion of that is going to be identical from case to case. Right? I mean, it's the same earplugs. These people are all in the military. And it sounds like there's a, a, a whole lot of similarities from case to case. So I'm surprised, and, and it's possible it's happened behind the scenes, but I'm surprised that somebody, a court or somebody, hasn't said, you know, we can't try these cases quickly enough to make it, you know, have it make sense uh, if we're going to go through them one at a time. And now I know some people are going to say, Steve, everyone deserves their day in court. Yes, yes, and that's part of the problem. So if there are 230,000 lawsuits filed across the country and they account for one, they say one third of all cases in federal court, um, 30%, almost one third. So if we're going to try them by calendar, meaning whoever got filed first goes to trial first, right? So there are going to be people who filed the front end whose cases are going to get heard now. At the tail end of that 230,000 filings, when do they get to go to court? And remember, the argument is that everyone deserves their day in court. Well, if you give everyone a day in court, some people's day in court is going to be way down the road by time, right? And the question is, if somebody's injured and they should be compensated, especially if they need that compensation to take care of themselves, um, it actually would be in the best interest of a lot of people if there aren't things we can do to streamline litigation. So I'm, I'm curious about that, uh, but it very well could be that they got so much money in the 10 cases that they won that they're saying, hey, look, you know, if we do it individual cases one by one, you know, it's, it's a big payout, and everyone wants to do that. It's kind of like, fine, but if everyone wants to do that, you might not get to court to get your money until way down the road. So we'll have to see what happens, but the cool thing here is that, the key in this case, is that the uh, bankruptcy judge has said that that will not stop these cases from proceeding, the fact that a subsidiary went bankrupt. 
So a subsidiary can go bankrupt all at once, but these 230,000 lawsuits will proceed and we'll see what happens. So 3M combat earplug lawsuits to proceed. Judge rules despite bankruptcy case. Luann sent it. Reuters published it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The trick in life is learning how to deal with it.